Welcome to Recovered 1440 Cabin Fever Sessions, episode four. My name's Bobby, and I'm a fucking addict. (laughs) Um, This is a podcast designed to help people who are struggling, who perhaps are taking drugs, who can't stop taking drugs, who don't know that there's an answer out there. Me and my friends are part of a 12-step fellowship that's changed our lives. That fellowship wishes to remain anonymous at the level of media and press. They're not allied of any sect denomination, religion, organisation, none of that shit. But if you go online and search 12-step meetings in your area and listen to the drug of choice, um, then you'll find a fellowship that welcomes you with open arms. Um, We're here to tell our story so that you know that you're not alone. With all that said, welcome Carl. Hello, Good to see you, mate. Yeah, my name's Carl and I'm an addict. Yes, you are. How long did that take to accept? (laughs) Um, thank you for joining us, mate. Um, thank you for being part of, of yeah. this, what we're trying to do here, you know, manifest manifest a little dream uh, amongst ourselves. Um, for people that are unaware, 12-step fellowships are meetings for people with addiction problems. It's a 12-step process that, that's changed our lives. Um, and Carl's here to talk about what his life was like, what he did, and what his life's like today. So with that, I'll give it the meeting over to you, yeah. Carl, as it was. Yeah, it's slightly different to a normal meeting, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, so what do we do? 25 minutes like uh, like we would? Yeah, mate, go uh, for it. Proper meetings, mm. yeah. See, I'll set the timer, because uh, once I start to help you, mate, <laughs> <laughs> I'll lose track of time, you know? Yeah, nice. So yeah, uh, my name's Carl, and I'm an addict. Um, yeah. Done a couple of chairs already, so uh, I've got a little bit of experience of, of speaking about my experience. Um, but uh, yeah, growing up, there were some things that I, I would have would have thought that made me different, made me feel like I didn't fit in. Um, uh, particularly, sort of growing up quite uh, without much money, you know, mm. and because um, a lot of my mates come from uh, more affluence, and uh, so I, I, I thought to myself that the fact that I'm sort of from council estate um, and, and grew up on benefits, but that was what made me different, you know. Um, but I've learned through this process that it wasn't that made me different. I, I was spiritually sick. Mm. Um, that's, that's, that's a massive thing that I've learned. I mean, the people who do come from a lot of money, mm. a lot more money than, than, than all of my friends that I'm about with, and they suffer all the same stuff mm-hmm. as we do, you know. Um, so yeah, I, I sort of plodded, I, I was quite academic growing up. Um, wasn't too sporty, I had asthma, so uh, yeah, I, I was academic, and um, I kind of bubbled off. I used to build Technic models and stuff mm. in my room on my own, and my dad would sort of like show off how proud he was. He's done this one, it's for 16 plus, you know what I mean? He's only eight, you know? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I, was, I was really sort of uh, bigged up for being clever growing up, which uh, yeah, I'm massively grateful for to my parents. Uh, it put a lot of self-belief in me, you know? Um, but academic or not, I couldn't get... <laughs> I couldn't beat addiction. Not once it got older me, mate. You know what I mean. Um, so, about fourteen, I think was the first time I got drunk. Um, and then the, the sort of parties at about fifteen, when you get four four pack of beers and take them 
uh, to a sort of party. Um, and I got trashed, you know, like, and there was this picture of me, I remember it was a fancy dress one, and uh, my mate went dressed as a French maid, and I went dressed as a nurse, <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, and I had dreadlocks as well at the time, and uh, I, I was, there's a picture of me, sort of like red-eyed, fucking, I don't know about dribbling, I was just thrown up, and, and people were saying, oh, you're a funny cunt, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the caller kids was noticing me, because I wasn't really in that crowd either. Um, like, I, I, was, I was, I guess, like a bit of a, in between us, I wasn't like the, the bottom of the social making all of them, I weren't nowhere near the top either, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, but I got trashed, mate, and I, I sort of I felt I felt good about myself, I was getting noticed, you know. Um, anyway, school came to an end, and I went to school in a, a different area to where I it was about 15 minute drive to where I uh, where I lived, so I kind of just sort of left everyone behind and I, and I hung around my mates from the council estate. Mm. Um, the ones that sort of grew up like I did uh, in, in terms of um, financial security. Um, and uh, yeah, I hung around with people who liked doing drugs, you know. Uh, so I was smoking weed. Uh, it quickly became daily once I was in work. I remember it was so difficult getting into work as well. Um, once I thought this is my life, going to work every day, I, I just couldn't deal with it, you know. There was a girl, girl I was seeing as well um, who I split up with after six months. And uh, when I... I didn't deal with that in a proper way. I didn't. I couldn't talk to girls for two years after that. It affected me so badly. Um, I'm talking like a year and a half after, hoping I was still bump into her. Yeah. Totally obsessive, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so I, I sort of continued to bubble off like I did when I was a kid, uh, only using drugs. And when I'd go out, it, I, I, I fitted in with the people who had done drugs. Yeah. Only the, 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 that's the lie. When I look back on it, I didn't fit in with them either because they use drugs normally. Yeah. I, I, can, I, I can be around people now who use drugs normally. I got to, whatever I did, I got to a point of fucking wipeout, you know. Um, so, uh, about 18, I uh, started on uh, ecstasy tablets uh, and I was smoking weed daily by then. Uh, and there was a bit of coke on the scene, obviously alcohol whenever you go out, but that wasn't, well, the coke and the alcohol wasn't really a problem. They were just like, I thought that's a bit overpriced and I don't really, <laughs> like, compared to some pills. Yeah. Um, I, I could have much more fun on them. And that was, Kind of uh, like the book says, the, the sort of golden years of. Um, uh, I don't know if the book says that, or whether I've just heard that in the in the uh, in the meetings, but um, they were the golden years. No no consequences, going out with my mates, doing ecstasy pills, mm-hmm. um, doing funny acts around each other, walking, climbing trees, going up the woods and stuff. Uh, it was it was fun, you know what I mean. But it was very very short lived because it soon came to the point of I was trying to um, relive the good times. But they weren't really there anymore. Mm. You know what I mean? It wasn't quite the same. It was trying to sort of get that first time of doing it. Um, I got to 25, uh, and me and my partner, who I met at 18, um, had a daughter who was planned as well. You know, it wasn't like she, she wasn't a surprise or anything. Mm. Um, and uh, but I didn't stop the drugs. So there's my human power that I should have stopped for. I mean, mm. I should have stopped for my mum or, or for myself. I'm human. You know, mm. didn't stop for myself either though. The consequences start piling up. So I've got a baby at home, and I'm going to visit my brother who's in uh, Southampton at uni, and uh, getting on it for sort of two, three days, mm. and then coming home and being laid out on the sofa for a week afterwards. You know, pills weren't no good for me no more. See what I could do though. Forty bit of gear with yeah. my partner. We're both working, and um, we don't really go out. We don't spend money. You know yeah. what I mean? We do. We do a little bit of gear on a Friday. Mm. And, uh, and and have a bit of time together. And it, it didn't, like, again, if you listen to them justifications, it sounds all right, you know? Um, 
eventually we had a lot of problems, we had issues, me and my partner, and it weren't just drug related at all, you know what I mean, it, there, there are other issues there. If, we're, if I hadn't ever done drugs, I don't know, maybe we'd still be together, I just don't know, you know what I mean. But um, anyway, we split up, and uh, all this sort of time, her having a baby, I, I was racking up credit card debts because she had to sort of obviously stop working. Um, and um, yeah, when we split up, that's when shit really hit the fan, and I realised I, I did her fucking problem because. Obviously, it was traumatic because it's like you're losing your family unit and stuff. Mm. Uh, but I was left on my own in the house, and uh, it's like she moved out. Um, she had somewhere to go with my daughter, uh, who I've still got contact with, thankfully, kept contact with throughout um, all of my life, uh, her life, sorry. Um, but um, yeah, so now I'm using coke on my own, uh, in, and I can do it on weekdays, mm. and I'm chopping and changing, you know what I mean? I'm a. Uh, I'm saying I won't do it the weekend when I've got my daughter. I'll do it in the week. I'd rather be hung over for them cunts <laughs> at work than, than for my daughter, you know what I mean? Sorry, it's fair and all right. Yeah, come on and all right. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Yeah, I've got about 20 C-bombs and then there are no hours. Yeah, mate, all good. So yeah, I'm using it at inappropriate times, basically. It's not recreational. It's not normal anymore. It's not, oh, I'll work and do it on a Friday, you know? It's, it's, it's whenever. Um, and then obviously the weekends that I didn't have my daughter and didn't have work, then I'm getting like, that's all weekend. Then it's the, I'm basically I'm basically living just to um, like earn money, go, go to work, earn money, and get on drugs. Mm. Or maybe that weekend I didn't do drugs. You know what I mean? But I still fucking thought about it all weekend. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, obviously the credit card like problems and, and loan problems. Uh, I couldn't borrow money anymore because um, I got sort of put on a, a thing that's a de- a, a called a debt management plan, which is uh, probably like one. I don't know, I don't know, it's, it's probably it's the same as bankruptcy in a way. At least bankruptcy is fine, all these things that sort of keep you hanging on the, the bad credit for a long time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know if it's one step up or one step down from that, you know. Um, but one of the terms of it is you can't get any credit, um, which you can't trust with it, so why should you be allowed to, really, you know? Uh, so I was basically borrowing off of my mum, my, my, uh, my dad, my brother, um, paying them back borrowing it again the same day, don't worry, I'll always pay you back, you know what I mean? And uh, I, and I, I, was, I was becoming a person that I weren't, I'm not, I never was, I never intended to be, no. you know? The the morals and the boundaries just shifted, man. Um, the things you say you're never gonna do, you, you end up doing. The situation I was getting, in, getting involved with, I was hanging around with like worse and worse people, because basically, you hang around, you end up surrounded by people who are a reflection of you, you know, I've found, you know. Um, and some, some of these people, they're worse than me, I thought, you know what I mean? I, I, I quite like that, having someone who's worse than me, because it made me look good in comparison, you know. Uh, but the situation I was getting involved with, like getting drunk and getting in fights and fucking, like, um, getting people clinging on to me as well, because they could see I had a little bit, I, I still had my house and my work and that, I still had a bit about me, so these mm. people would be fucking hanging on to me and all, you know? And uh, and this is like, I, I'm, I'm getting older now, you know what I mean, but by this point, I'm 30, I was 33 when I come in, and it's right up to a month or so before there that like, the work, one of the bad situations happened. Um, you're meant to grow up, ain't you, mate, you know what mm. I mean? Like, my, some of my mates who did drugs, they've been a little bit in their early 20s, they might still do the odd occasional night out now, every six months or something, once in a blue, you know. But my situations were getting more often and, and, and more severe and worse, and the consequences were, were going to catch up. Like some of the situations I got involved with, but I, I should have, they should have gone worse, you know. So then, then that's that's what gets me onto thinking. Like now, I didn't think at the time, but now I think that God must have been looking out for me because He must have thought that um, 
He must have known that there was a plan for me here, you know what I mean? And I guess, I, I can only assume, so I don't know what God thinks. <laughs> I can't manage my own thinking. <laughs> I can't do another person's thinking, and that's another human being, and I can't, so I definitely don't know what God's thinking, but I assume that he's, that was part of his plan. I, I, he was keeping me going so that I could sort of fulfill this, this work that I'm doing now, you know, um, which I'm going to continue to do. Um, one of my mates said to, well, the, the, who lived with me after my partner le- uh, left um, as a lodger, um, and he sort of looked down on me for um, doing coke. I'd have died in my bedroom in my own house because I couldn't de- bear his condemning looks, you know what I mean? He'd moved out by then, but I'd call him up and say, I've gone bad on it again, mate. It's this sort of like. My using wasn't every night, but it was every other night. You know what I mean? It was like, and it was think, the only reason I didn't use on the other nights because I didn't have money, or um, I thought I'll get an early one tonight, so I can get on it tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it get bad, and then you'd say, speak to my friend um, who, who goes to the same meetings as we do, uh, and I said, no, I can't bother him, mate. And that went on for about a year and a half, maybe two years, maybe. Um, so eventually I did speak to the friend because I'd get myself sort of in a position of clean as well mm. I'd stop it and I'd I'd, I'd, I'd drink or, or like um, I could go I think I'd done five months without coke once um, and I thought I cracked it man I remember like I was I was euphoric you know like one minute euphoric next minute sad yeah. next minute really angry yeah. call, calling up the people that crossed me while I was getting on it and I was letting things slide because basically I was too like it just made me like so fidgety and and, um, and weak, you know what I mean, in the head. Mm-hmm. I've let things slide all the time. Like, like, um, sorry, rambling off. Yeah, anyway, I got on to um, uh, this friend who was uh, in our meetings. But yeah, so um, this friend suggested going to these particular meetings. Um, and uh, yeah, and it was, a, it was a, a drug-specific one, you know? So I thought, I'm going to sort out that drug. That's the problem, you know what I mean? Um, but uh, I turned up there and it was a, uh, I was kind of tricked into it. He didn't say too much. He, 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 kn- he knew, you know, this guy ended up becoming my sponsor. Um, uh, he, he knew if he'd given me too much information, probably, I'd have, pro- I'd have fucking thought I ain't going to it, you know what I mean? <laughs> I can't do that, you know what I mean? God, fuck <laughs> <Like> that. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's he ever done for me? That was my mindset, you know what I mean? What has he ever done for me? You know, what a, what a horrible way to be living, you know what I mean? What an unhealthy, sick way to be living. You know what I mean? That that is exactly how I felt. I I I was sent to the drug specific meeting, and um, I saw people there laughing, joking. Uh, it's funny actually, because when I used to, I had a period when I was eighteen where I had this sort of um, I, I, I self-diagnosed it as OCD, um, like intrusive thoughts, not the one where you're cleaning loads, the one where you, where you, your brain just keeps tumbling you with shit. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, Telling me things that I didn't, I didn't want to be that would horrify me and stuff like that. And uh, but the funny thing was, when I was walking down the street, my fa- if my family said anything, anyone said anything around me, my brain would twist it mm. into um, an attack on me, yeah. you know, and, and make me confirm that's what they're saying, that's what they're saying. I was in this heightened state of anxiety. It was terrible, you know what I mean? Um, I, I'd learned to manage that throughout my life. Um, I learned to manage it myself, to be honest with you, uh, uh, sort of putting it back in its box. So, uh, there's just a certain part of my brain that likes to torment and, and enjoys it, you know what I mean? And uh, I used to sort of laugh at it. Oh, you go again, you know what I mean? 
Um, and I managed it anyway, but yeah, it's just still got to be there in the background. Um, and like, um, but I've, I've yeah, could easily function with it, you know. Um, my point is though, when I went to the meeting, they're all sharing stuff, and it mm. triggered that off a bit because they're sharing. Then this this was an attack on me, <laughs> yeah. because it was they, they were so much like me. You know yeah. what I mean? It, they, they were literally speaking my my truth, you know. Mm. And the, but the rational side of my brain that was sort of like could outweigh this thing by now. Um, he said, no, there's no way that that, that can't them all, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, fucking seven, eight people have said mm. stuff that really relates to me, you know what I mean? Uh, could be, there's no way they've ganged up on me, you know what I mean? Mm. Like a silly pal. Like, um, so like, I, I knew I was in the right place. I was tearing up, mate, you know what I mean? I, never, I ain't used to people being nice to me. Um, or people be horrible to me, really. I, I sort of find that more familiar, mm. um, as we were speaking about before we started the recording, you know? People being nice to me, you know what I mean? Um, hugging me and stuff. I saw on the um, on the scrolls um, about so complete sobriety. And uh, funny enough, I'd had a drink that day. Um, and um, I was with my mum and dad, and I'd had a drink and uh, sent my daughter. She, they were going to drop me, my daughter home, and I was going to drive sort of to the meeting. Um, probably over the limit, you know what I mean? But like um, the. Um, Maybe I'd sober up by then. I don't know this is this. Many old people. Yeah, I'd sober up by then. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'd already drunk that day. Is the point I was saying. You know, the point I was getting at. Um, so on the way home, my addict, alcoholic, whatever you want to call it, thought, well, you already had a drink today. You might as well have one more. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and that was a Sunday. Um, Monday, I woke up. And I, I just, I, it just sounds so cheesy, but I knew I'd found the answer. I remember that it, went, it took me back to in that furlough time when I'd smashed myself up for a couple of months and then got bored of it because I put on furlough for seven months, you know mm. what I mean? And that's when I got my five months clean. Mm. Uh, I, I was still drinking occasionally then, but like, as they say, a gentleman, like a couple of ciders with dinner. Mm. Um, but that's when my head was wacky, you know? I remember when I'd done that, look, you see it there, the tattoo on me, uh, thing. It says 31. Mm. I was 31 years old then, and I, when I was all heightened and fucking nuts that I'd uh, cracked it, I've given it up. Uh, I'd tattooed 31 on the ankle, you know, with a, an old needle and ink. Ah. And uh, yeah, like, that's my, my mind of powerlessness, the step one. Mm -hmm. Because imagine that, fucking years later. Oh, what am I going to do back in the same boat again? I've got to look at that cunt. You know what I mean? Like, that was your stop point and you've gone past it. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean? I, I couldn't do it on my own. I couldn't do it on my own, mate. I couldn't. I couldn't do it on my own. It's the point. I'm, like, I, I just couldn't. I, I have to do this stuff, you know? God, as I say, I said I didn't believe in him, but I resented him. Mm -hmm. So you can't resent something you don't, don't believe in, do you? Exactly. You know? Um, and uh, yeah, I prayed for the first time. Was my, the guy who, my, the mutual friend um, uh, of my old lodger, uh, he um, he became a sponsor. It just made sense, you know. Mm. Um, he suggested praying, meditating. Meditating took me a bit longer to get on with, probably about six months, but the praying one, I, I built it up for a few days as I do. I put things off for a couple of days first. And uh, when I did, I, I, I pray, um, you don't have to do this, you know, but I pray like a Muslim because I've, I've had Muslim friends and it always sort of fascinated me and they just drop wherever they are mm. that you're talking to them and then like, oh, shit, he's not leaving alone, he's praying, mm. you know what I mean? So um, I, I, I'm not, I don't do it to the, to the Mecca or nothing like that, but um, knees, head on the floor, submit, you know what I mean? Nice. And um, I, 
Mate, it was, it was mental. It was mental. Give me chills now. I was shaking. Wow. Crying and that, you know what I mean? I knew I, what I was doing was right, mate. I had that spiritual experience so early on in my recovery that I was fucking unlucky, I'm blessed, mm. you know what I mean? Like, they say sometimes quickly with this stuff, mate, but I am blessed, mate, you know what I mean? Because I did enough suggestions quickly and everything just sorted itself out, you know what I mean? Like, my connection with God is strong, you know? Like, I meet people like yourself, you know, and we talk every day, like, that's a blessing, mate, you know what I mean? Like, everything else is getting older. My finances, you know what I mean? I paid everyone back, my family and that. I always worked all for my addiction, you know what I mean? I never had no money, though. Um, like, I don't, like, I respect my money there. Like, money's not a be on end all, but I respect myself enough. I fucking got out of bed, and when I got that, mm. I ain't gonna waste it. I ain't giving it to no some for nothing, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, I stack it up. Like, I read other books as well and stuff, you know what I mean? But, but I couldn't have done this without getting the foundation of, of Seattle. <laughs> of, of um, fellowship. Uh, of a fellowship, yeah. Mm. I it was close, isn't it? Fuck <laughs> it, I'll edit it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Without having that foundation, I couldn't got anything, um, anything else right. Because I had all these books and stuff. I had stuff from my studying that I'm doing now. I'm, not, I'm trying to learn accounting. You know what I mean? Like, I was always good at exams and stuff. As I say, I'm academically like that's sound like a knob, you know what I mean, I'm, I'm academically smart, mm. so, um, but that just goes to show that fucking all the brain power in the, well, I haven't got all the brain power in the world, but and a decent amount of brain power mm. ain't going to beat addiction, no. you know what I mean, decent, like, you're going to need to do it this way, mm. if, if you're the real deal, if you're an addict, mm. you know what I mean, um, so yeah, like my money's stacking up, I've got another massive sign as well from, from uh, God, um, that I started seeing my now fiance uh, about three weeks into recovery, yeah. uh, and it was suggested actually don't take on new relationships like within the first year, but this just felt so right. That I did, to be honest, like I did, I did a lot of I, I listened to all the suggestions, but that one I tipped and bollocks. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because uh, um, like I kept myself prepared for if it fails, I can't go and read that. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, that sort of thing. Uh, so I did a bit of work around that, but yeah, it's not it's not failed, and I feel like she's a, a sign from God. Um, a bit tricky sometimes because when we, we argue and uh, I upset her, I think, oh God, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <I've> <laughs> He's seen that. Yeah, it can be a bit of a mind You know, uh, but um, that's going well. Like, that's, that's going well. Uh, she's moved in, you know what I mean? Her, um, her daughter lives with us. Um, her daughter, my daughter, become sisters. Um, yeah, it's immense, mate. It is immense. I, I find it hard not to get emotional, really, because so so much stuff in such a short time. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, we're looking to sort of getting their house together, um, and I don't settle for less anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I can fit in with like the, the I, when I was on site. I, I, I was a forklift driver currently. Um, I could fit in with with drug users quite well. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I can take myself. I say down a notch from what I am now, you know what I mean? Because um, it's easy, isn't it? You just talk about getting on it, you talk about how you feel. Mm. Oh, I don't know why I do it, everyone says that, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, oh, I did it again. You doing it this Friday? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, but, but I quit while I was around them people, you can do it. Yeah. You know, of course, when I first went into it, I had another mate as well who, um, who I quit with. Of course, people say all the time, I ain't doing it no more. 
fuck it. Like Monday, oh, I feel shit. Tuesday, I feel shit. I'm not doing it. And then Friday, oh, here we go again. You know what I mean? So I understood it that some people would, um, oh, here you go. Do you want one? You know what I mean? Or you're coming out, you know, for the first week or two. I get it. You know what I mean? And I, 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 um, I still respected them as friends. But when it got on to like three weeks, four weeks, and they're trying to push it on you still, and you've been saying no for that long, they're gone, mate. I took it. Um, I don't talk to them no more. You know, I don't see my my best friend. Um, uh, one of my yeah, he's like, he's like a brother almost. Um, me and him would get on it. He's he's friends with both my other brothers, and and so like he's almost got like a family friend. You know, well he is a family friend. I still love him. You know what I mean? I still talk to him via WhatsApp mm. on the phone. I haven't seen him since I came in recovery. No. There's no point. No. Um, my sister again. We the thing we had in common that we did together was getting on it. Mm. I love her dearly. I grew up with her. She's not my blood sister. She's not my parents and friends and. Um, I talked to her on the phone and I haven't gone to see her in person because there's no point, you know? Like, um, I, I don't need to go and get messed up and get in an embarrassing, degrading situation then laugh at each other and mug each other off, you know what I mean? Because that's what it is, you know what I mean? It's, they're not good for me anymore, like, um, but don't get me wrong, if, if when they, I'm on the phone to them, I can talk to them and I love them still. Mm. And if they want to come to, to this side of things, I'm fucking, I wish they would, you know what I mean? <laughs> I try forcing it on me, me like um, not my friend, um, but um, it didn't work, mate. No. You know, he tells me, "Oh, you're not missing nothing," and all that. Like, uh, shit, I feel shit, and all that. And uh, I think, right, seize him there, get him. Mm. You know what I mean? And uh, but like, he's, he's not interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to go, mate. Uh, I got me dinner. You know what I mean? I've done it for a couple of weeks, so yeah. that's how it goes. You know what I mean? Um, you can't force it on people. What do they say in the rooms? It's a uh, attraction. Not promotion. Mm. Um, oh yes, look at that. I just looked at the time. It's the end of it. <laughs> I could keep going on, Bobby. I really could. Once you get started, mate. Mm. I could talk on gear, man. Um, I was one of them frozen up fuckers with a <laughs> straight back and a shriveled cock. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, uh, but, uh, but yeah, now I'm sober. <laughs> Everything sorts itself out, including that downstairs. You know what I mean? So I'll leave it there. <laughs> That's on, Carl. Thank you, mate, for coming along. I um, I love hearing you. I love um. I love speaking to you, yeah. you know, we talk every day, don't we, yeah. um, and swap ideas and experiences and all the rest of it. I've got a few questions about recovery. Um, the process itself, the 12-step process itself, <clears throat> how do you think that, that affected you? Oh, massively, because it's a learning curve. Basically, you, you, you buy into the, lie, you, you, the lies you tell yourself throughout your whole life as a reality, you know. Um, like I used to turn around and say I can't afford stuff and society's shit because um, I, I can't, why, why are some people got it so easy, you know what I mean? Like they go on these holidays and they have these nice things and they bob through life with loads of acceptance and they're happy. Like I can't do that because I was born poor, blah, blah, blah. I have to work. One of the, the first step I did was, uh, when the powerless was like this one, is um, to add up roughly what I spent on drugs throughout my life. Wow. And uh, yeah. That yeah. was horrible. It was, mate, and I did it honestly. Like any, anything my sponsor asked me to, I done it honestly. Um, so basically, I worked out roughly what I'd spend per week on what drug uh, for sixteen years that I was using, um, and um, yeah, it comes to quite a big sum. Mm. And uh, yeah, plenty of holidays in there, mate. Plenty yeah. of nice flash cars, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like plenty of opportunities there, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but well, when I was using, sometimes I'd only get a small bit. I'd only get thirty bit and a, and a couple of beers, so it'd be like forty quid for a night on my own. Yeah. So I'd say that's only forty quid. You know what I mean? But it adds up. Yeah. 
I used to do this fucking mad thing where I justify spending the money on half a ticket by working it out to the amount of time I was on it. Yeah. So I'd go, oh, it works out two pound fifty an hour. That's a good deal. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Do you know about that delusional yeah. thinking? And another one was like the consistency. I, I never thought I was capable of consistency, but I've consistently got drugs and used drugs and yeah. pursued that. You know, so yeah. there was nothing wrong with with that. It's it, it's a huge going through the steps was a huge, massive change in my perception. You know. Um, <clears throat> what do you think given the 12 steps the most empowering one for you was or did you have any sort of preference for a particular step or a highlight that jumped out at you when you went through the process god man tough question yeah. um, I've, I've sort of done it before but it, I, I, the, the biggest one for me was a, was a praying for the first time. Um, so you could call that step 11, maintaining through prayer and meditation, but that was way before I got to officially doing step 11. Mm. Or it could, be, it could be called step three, and you will over, because that's what I did in that first prayer. And I was only on, I didn't start step one by then. So uh, I guess, what, what would that, yeah. That, 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 that yeah finding that connection with your higher power is basically what you're saying is yeah. cause a shift in you. Yeah. Because that's what was explained to me, like, this is 2023, do you know what I mean? There's fucking Instagram. What am I interested in God for? Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. an old concept that I've got no interest in. But when I was fucked, and I was on my knees fucking praying then, get me out of this one, get me yeah. out of this one. Do you know, or praying for the geezer to turn up when I wanted him to. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I had to be utterly smashed before my brain would open to that conception, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and to be open-minded about such things. But since then, like you, my life's never been the fucking same, you know? Uh, so you're not like gonna, I see. I'm not going to let go of it yourself, mate. I'm no, gonna, I'm, I'm terrified to. Yeah. Like my, um, my understanding as well in the book is that it says, not cloud in the sky, I'm using. If things are shit, I'm using. Yeah. So the only reason why I'm not using today is because I'm in God's grace, you know what I mean? That yeah. I'm doing the right things where God's given me a pass, yeah. a bite. He's, he's not letting that fault pop into my head, you know? Yeah. Um, how about unity? What do you think, what are your feelings on fellowship and unity? Um, well, I'll go to meetings. Um, unity days out and stuff, I, I don't do that often, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, I think they could be better for people that haven't got such sort of uh, family around them as what I've got. I've got young children, mm. um, my partner, and we both work hard, so we don't spend a lot of time together. So my recovery is basically in in um, in the meetings mm. uh, and via text and on the phone. Yeah, I, uh, I think that's what I mean in terms of fellowship with like like-minded people, friends that you've got in your life now. Oh, as God, a result yeah, of the meetings. Sorry, you know? yeah, I took that as literally. No, uh, you, I mean, the you, unity you, days are fantastic as well for people that need them. Like, yeah. we haven't mentioned them on the podcast, that, that yeah. there are these days that you can go and be surrounded by hundreds yeah. of people that are the same, you know? The meetings are a more niche, smaller collective of people, but no, I mean in terms of, like, the friends that you've got in your life oh. these days is in, uh, in comparison to the ones that you used to. Yeah, have, I mean, I, I could pull out my phone now, and, uh, I mean, if you scroll down... It's const it's everyone I've met from CA and every now and then you get a like my partner will be in there, um, or my brother, my mum but like my new partner, I've talked to her a lot obviously. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, occasionally. But my brother, I went to message him earlier and I had to fucking scroll down, you know what I mean? And it's not it's not that I'm I am closer to but I talk more often to fellowship people you know every day I write them gratitude lists mm. uh, and send them out uh, and then that f conversations get come off the back of them yeah. you know um, 
yeah, it just fills up your phone. We're, we're so lucky these days to have this technology, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, we can send pictures to each other, pictures to each other, this, like, just instant, you know? But like in the old days, you, you didn't have this, you know? No. That's got given, isn't it? Of course it is. It all is, you know? That was one of the biggest things for me, is that I, I always felt so alone. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. what you said, when you walked into the meeting and people were saying these things, I just think it was like the Truman Show. I thought they'd all got a script and they'd all like gathered together and, right, we're going to pull a fucking stroke on this game. <laughs> and I'm there and they're all like, you know, talking about me. Because that's my ego, it's yeah. all about me. Yeah, that is an ego thing as well, isn't it? Um, it's like that, even they're all digging your ass. It's yeah, really that important. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, it's the same when I was fucking in psychosis and I think that I'm being tracked or fucking surveyed, you know? Who's going to want to fucking yeah. take that much of an interest in me? But we're not that important. We're really not. We're not much more than a sort of smelly yeah. ape, you know what I mean? Literally that. Literally that. But hearing other people talking about the things that I was doing, you know, that... that connection that sense of oh fucking thank fuck i'm not alone anymore you know yeah huge for me massive for me yeah um do you mind me asking how, how plain and sober you are like when how long you've been yeah i'm coming up to um uh, so the uh, 16th of november will be a year and a half fucking hell yeah man. that's gone quick isn't it? it has gone quick mate and, and <laughs> it's, it's gone quick so much has happened in it it goes quick when you're using as well but yeah. you, you, you're getting on with a lot or getting on with a lot of, lot of Really? Yeah. That's it, isn't it? Now, doing nothing. Yeah, you know, um, I'm grateful that I did go through all that because I see what I wouldn't have. If I was a normal sort of user who go and get works and goes to the pub on Friday and that's the end of it, I wouldn't come in first place, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and uh, to be honest, I feel like I've got a better life than people do that now. I do as well. And I'm not knocking them. That's all. They, that's what they know. And if they're happy doing that, go for it, you know. But like, yeah, I've got a better life than them people now. I worked out saying the other day, oh. if you spend um, 100 quid every Friday down the pub, so 60 quid ticket, um, 30 quid on beers and a tenner fags or cab or whatever, that's 5,200 a year. Fucking hell. Um, and and uh, you're going to get taxed, you get taxed on that money first, so you probably like, you look at wages, can you afford seven grand a year to use like a normal person? That's a normal person. And there's 52 hangovers as well. <laughs> that last progressively longer as you get older, and that's a normal person, man. Yeah, it's mad when you look at it that way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. These things are done, and I was using. We obviously using more than that, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Of course we were, but yeah. I think your story is different to mine. In that, was you an everyday user in the end or not? No, no. no I thought sort of, I'm really lucky that the desperation sort of caught me before um, I got to there. <clears throat> well, I think that's an interesting point because, like, it's not the fact that I can stop. I can stop. But I can't stay stopped, do you know what I mean? And that's yeah. what I think prevents a lot of people from recognising the fact that they might be an addict, is that they're not using every day. Like, mm. the idea that you've got to be, like, this heroin addict on a park bench. Yeah. It's not that, is it? It's, uh, it's so the you go, you idea that that even when I'm not using, I'm trying not to use, or I'm trying not to think about yeah. it until eventually I reach the point where I, I have to use, you know? I, I, I sort of struggled with that a little bit when I come in, because, of course, my addict would say anything to get me out of the, um, the room, you know, but... Um, the, the, the allergy, you know, like some nights I would stick to the amount I want, mm. uh, I got, and, and I'd go to bed. But in my head, I'd think, it doesn't matter, I need to go to bed and go to work. That, you can get on it tomorrow if you want. Yeah. Okay. So really, it was continuing, yeah. like the, 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 it was just fitting into life, you know. Um, That's interesting. It wasn't always a massive allergy, but I, I know some of the uh, fellows will be like, they, they touch it and they're, they're gone for fucking five days, you know what I mean? Mm. I, I wasn't like that all the time. I was like that if I had the opportunity. Mm. But I, 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 I was still at the point that I was going to turn up for work. And I, I, like, I needed money to carry on getting on it. That's, that's the, the thing, day. isn't it? That's the, that's yeah. the, 
that's a fucking sad state of affairs that we've all been in, you know, literally working to use. Yeah. Literally working to use. I can't miss work because I need to earn that money to get on it again. Literally yeah. like, oh, such a difficult spot to be in, man. <clears throat> what would you say to anyone who's sort of, they're not sure whether they're an addict, they're, they might have heard about the meetings and they're thinking about going, what would you, what would, what would your advice then be? I think if you're at the point of thinking about going, you probably need to go. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, that's just how simple, mate. And yeah. uh, and get in and, and, and just be open-minded and, yeah, and, and, and just do it. You don't have to understand it. I don't know it all. Mm. I ain't gone through the book loads of times. I can't quote pages, man, you know mm. what I mean? Like, okay. Even when you ask me what step was my favourite, I have to rethink them. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you do, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Do it another person's way. Do it the way your sponsor says. Eventually, you'll sort of form some sort of God conscious that you, you know whether you're doing God's will or not, you know? Mm, that's powerful. Was yeah. you an atheist before you come in, or you did believe in some something? Or um, well, I, I, I like nature and stuff, yeah. um, but no, as I say, no, no, no God, I didn't pray. I, I didn't pray like when I was in the. Because I used to think, well, I ain't praying for a saint because like, I can't just turn up and ask for something now, you know what I mean? Mm. I'm not talking to him all this time. <laughs> it's funny, like, what really you know? But uh, yeah. that is how I've, I've sort of viewed it. Um, but yeah, nature was my um, my my gateway in mm. uh, trees and, and the sky and stuff like that. But um, yeah, cultures evolved with time. Mm. You know, like man-made stuff I was against. It's sort of like I look at the car fumes and like, um, as if it's different to nature. But um, we, we I'm an, I'm a natural thing. Mm. Um, and so then the, the square building and the car is mm. an extension of nature as well. Yeah, that's you interesting, know? isn't it? Yeah, yeah, fascinating stuff. What's um What's life like today, just generally? Like in comparison to what it was like? Easier. Easier. I go to the shops and I, I spend on my card and I don't panic it's not going to go through. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Just that sort of thing. Yeah. You know the ATM when you used to be like, put your code in, press yeah. the button and wait to see if the wheel's turn because you don't even know if you've got enough in there. You no. know, like, what a way to live. And then it? you've got to call someone and yeah. like, it's just a... Uh, it's just so much more peaceful, man. Don't get me wrong, my head gets busy, you know what I mean? But I've got the tools to deal with that. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just, there's not one, one you could you could name any part of my life um, and it would be better, you know? Mm. It's not one bit, you, you don't sacrifice one bit for, to get this bit right. You, it just all gets fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> it really does, doesn't it? Yeah. Fantastic, man. Um, yeah, I want to thank you for coming in, mate. I, I really do, like, when I was younger, I thought I'd fucking knew it all, do you know what I mean? And yeah. now I realise that I don't know nothing. And it's yeah. having people around me that are like me, but have a different perspective to offer, you know? Like, yeah. I'm really grateful to know you and, and, yeah. and the people that I've met in the rooms, and I want to thank you for coming today as well, mate. Same to you, mate. I mean, yeah. so yeah, massively grateful, mate. Do you want to um, end the podcast and lead us out in the usual way? With a serenity prayer? Yeah. 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 Love to. All right, then, cool. I've got mind, mind blank there. <laughs> God. God. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Thank you, Carl. God bless. Uh, God bless you, mate. God bless everyone who listens as well. We may refer to the source by different names God, the higher power, the Holy Spirit, or perhaps the cosmos. The source of the entire universe, the unified field, everything that is beyond the perception of the five senses. 